Today's daf is Sota Daf Ches. We are holding on the bottom of Daf Zayinam Beis. The Gemara is going to talk today about the source for the idea that a Sota, a Mitzorah, Yoledes, possibly even Zavin Vizavos, have to be stood by the Pesach HaZara. What is the idea of standing by the Pesach HaZara? Then the Gemara is going to give three possible reasons why it is that you don't give two Sotos to drink simultaneously. It can't be Mashke, Shtei Sotos Ka'achas, and we're going to get a little bit into the concept of Enos and Mitzvos, Chavilos, Chavilos, because that's going to be one of the three possible reasons not to be Mashke, Shtei Sotos Ka'achas. Then the Gemara is going to ask Astira whether Hirhur is a, uh, is a concern we're going to have a stira between the sheet of the Rabbanan and the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda in the case of a sota, where uh, she's in a state of disgrace, but also in partial undress, and whether we're concerned about potential hirhurim. And in the case of Onish Bezdin, where Bezdin gives someone skila, also normally a person has to be undressed in order to give skila. So how do we deal with that when it comes to a woman? We're going to discuss the potential issues of hirhurim. On Davches Amir Bezdin, the Gemara is going to explain how we're menavil uh, her, the Mishnah already started to elaborate on what we do to disgrace her and uh, make her look like a minuvelas. So we're going to elaborate on that a little bit. And we're going to discuss whether men are supposed to come and witness what's happening to her. Or is that something that's specifically for women to see? And then the Mishnah on the bottom of, uh, of Chesam and Vez is going to highlight how the whole process of Sota is Mida Kenegad Mida. Because that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu operates in general. But Mida Shadam. That the uh, the the same way that a person does naveira, that's how Kodesh Baruch Hu punishes, and also the tova when a person does a mitzvah, Kodesh Baruch Hu tends to reward with mida connected mida as well. So let's begin a few lines from the bottom of the page on Zion Amid Beis. So we had said him Amra Tameani. If she says Tmeani, so Shovrin Ksubasa, we write a Shover for her Ksuba. Shovrin Ksubasa was lost in the Mishnah, and therefore uh, the marriage is over, but she doesn't drink the Mesota, and that could uh, abort the entire process right then and there by her admitting. So Shamrimina Kosen Shover, but what you do see from here is that we do write a Shover, that that's the appropriate thing to do, is to write a Shover. Amra Baye, and that happens to be Machlokas Tanaim, whether we write a Shover or we just ask for the Ksuba back and don't write a Shover. So you see from here that you write a Shover. Karaas. No, you don't have to say that you write a Shover. It could just be we tear up the Ksuba. But it says shoveres. Hard to say that that means terror b'ksuba. Shoveres sounds like we're writing a shover. Yeah, it does say you write a shover, but that's only talking about a place where they happen to not write ksubas. So if you don't write a ksuba, then you don't have a choice. As Rashi points out, what does it mean that they don't write ksubas? That the minig in some places is that instead of going through the process of writing a ksuba, there's an assumed chi of ksuba. Because everyone knows that the, a, a basula gets masayim and almana gets mana. And when she gets divorced, how does she collect the ksuba money? As long as she has a get that proves that she's divorced, she can collect the ksuba. And how do her yarshim collect if, uh, if how, does, how does she collect rather if her husband dies? So then you just have to bring, she just has to bring to court 
Aidim that her husband in fact died, and then she'll be allowed to collect from the estate. So in that case, once she collects her ksuba, what's to stop her from bringing a demisa again, or from taking out her get again to uh, to, to collect her ksuba? So what stops her is that in that case we have to write a shover. It has to be that the husband or his yarshim get a shover that says that that verifies that they've already paid it. We'd rather the person who's paying the ksuba would rather have uh, a, a shover to prove that he's already paid rather than face the potential of her trying to collect a second time. So in that situation, everyone agrees that we would uh, that we would write a shover. Tulsus points out that it seems to be a stira in shitas rava because over here it sounds like that the only reason we're writing a shover is because it's a makom shen kolsun ksuba. But had it been a makom shen kolsun ksuba, we uh, had it been a makom shen ksuba, we would not write a shover. Yet in uh, Maseches in Basra, Rava seems to hold that, uh, that that we do write a shover even in a place where they do write a ksuba. So he says, "Veniru de Rava sfiru lekosvin avalhacha dechia bialmahu delakal emashem ehachal dekosvin shover." That really in the Chinami Ravals we are kosiv shover. Oh, we are saying that you just can't prove it over here. That even if you wanted to say that generally uh, that generally we're not kosiv shover over here, you would because it's a makom shen kosvin ksuba. But really he holds that even in a makom shekosvin ksuba, Rava himself would hold. That you would be kosev shover. Ve'imamra Torah ani back in the Gemara on the bottom line. Ve'imamra Torah ani malinosol l'sharem Mizrach. If she says Torah ani, so then we bring her up to the eastern gate of the Beis Hamikdash. Malinosa hasam kaima. What do you mean we bring her up? She's already there. So the maskinun la umachtinun la kedeli yaga. Now the the uh, the the, uh, the halacha is that we're supposed to schlep her around a little bit, walk her around from place to place in order to exhaust her. That uh, she's going to be dealing with the stress and thinking about what's happening to her as she's going through the whole day. That will break down a person's willpower. This is uh, this is the notion that's uh, been psychologically proven that a person's willpower is like a muscle, and that if you keep on tiring a person out, the more tired a person is, the more hungry a person is, the more exhausted a person is, the the weaker their willpower becomes. So she'll break down her, uh, her willpower to keep denying it. Bezin will schlep the Edom around from one place to another. So that they'll, uh, they'll will break down their willpower and they'll be chozer. So we said that why do we bring her to the Shara Mizrach? That's where we give the Sotos to drink. So Bishlam was Sotos to Hashem. I understand why the Sota has to be right by the Pesach Hazar because the Pesach says that the Isha stands Lufnei Hashem. Mitzorot in Nami, I understand also why the Mishnah said that a Mitzorah has to be there. Tichsiv Amin Amitayer Vigomer. That the uh, the the Pesach says that the Vehemir Akoyin Amitayer is Es Ha'ish Hamitayer Vosam Lufnei Hashem. Pesach Ol Moed is the end of the Pesach. So you see that clearly it's got to be Lufnei Hashem. My time. Well, why does the Mishnah say that a Yoledes also goes there? We said that why do we go to this to this area, to the Shara Mizrach? Because that's where we're mashkin as Sotos and Mitzorah, and we deal with the Mitzorah, and we're Mitzorah, the Mitzorah, and the Yoldos. Where does the Yoledes, what does the Yoledes have to be there for? 
If you want to say, well, the Yoledis has to be there because there's a halacha that the Bala Korban has to be Omer al Korbano. So the Yoledis has to be there because the Yoledis has to bring a Korban. So she has to be there to witness her Korban. A person's Korban is only brought when he's Omer al Gabav. Well, then it shouldn't only be a Yoledis, it should be a Zav and a Zava, anyone who has a Korban to bring. Sense answers the Gemara. Of course, it's true. Zav and Zava would also have to stand there and watch the carbon being brought. And the Tana just mentions one example of someone who's Omer al Karbano. So Yoledes is an example, but it means Yoledes Ude'ime, meaning Yoledes and, and that which is similar to Yoledes. In the, uh, the Gvura Sari, um, the, uh, the, the, the Shagasariye, in the Sefer Gvura Sari, says that it's, uh, that it's Muchach from here, that a carbon Yachid needs the Bala carbon Omer al Karbano as well, meaning uh, the, the limud that Rashi quotes over here, how we know that you need Omer al-Karbano is from Tishmaru, which is a pasuk that says by carbon Tamid, which is a carbon seaboard. Now, carbon seaboard in general is more chamer than a carbon Yachid. A carbon seaboard, a carbon Tamid is docha Shabbos, is docha Tuma, so it's, it's the Asli how can we learn from there that a carbon Yachid also has to have the Bailam Omer al-Gabav? Meaning by a carbon seaboard it makes sense, We have that's what Mamados are for. We have a representative group of Klal Yisrael, whose job it is to be there, representing the Jewish people. So the Karbanos Tzibur have uh, the Bailim, so to speak, being Omer al-Gabeim, a representation of Klal Yisrael is there. But Mayechi tasted that the same is true for a Karban Yachid, just because something's true of a Karban Tzibur, Karban Tzibur is much more Chamer, we don't necessarily know that it's true of a Karban Yachid. So he says the din of a Bal Karban, Tzorich Lamar al-Karbano, is only by a Karban Tzibur. The fact that we require a Yachid to be Omer al-Karbano, that's only a din midrab the Chacham and the Chacham Institute that as a mitzvah min amuvchar when possible. It wasn't even a chiyuv midrabanan, but it's a mitzvah min amuvchar. So when we're describing the process of the sota, she's there anyway. She's not going anywhere. So it might as well do the mitzvah min amuvchar and have her stand by the korban. So by zav, by zav, we'd have the same mitzvah min amuvchar. That's what the Gvur Sari says. But he says it's not a chiyuv. And he has a very strong raya that it's not a chiyuv. He says the Gemara says in Masechus Erev and Daflam and Bey, the, a Yoledis or a Zava in order to be matir her to eat kachim she has to bring Shnei Torim she has to bring a Karban so what does she do? says the Gemara takes the money puts it in the shofar of Kine Chova that they had in the base of Mikdash they'd have a box where you could drop the money and then she could be Tovelas and that by that evening she could assume her Karban was already brought and she could eat kachim Erev. and the Gemara explains because she could be Samich on the Chazaka that a basin of Kwanim would be makra for Kine Chova Bo Bayom but where was she when they brought her carbon? She obviously wasn't a medis al carbon. She didn't even know when her carbon was being brought exactly. She assumed by nighttime this tamu was already brought. So you see that clearly you don't need a din of Omer al Gabav. So that's why the Gvurasari suggests that this is only a din midrabanan. And even as a din midrabanan, it's only a mitzvah but it's not a chiyuv gamur. Tan Rabbanon, Vaitur the Gemara about ten lines into the page, Chesam Ralev. Tan Rabbanon, Ein Mashkin Shtei Sotos Ka'achas. We do not give two Sotos to drink simultaneously. Kedei Shaloyei Libo Gas Bechavirta. Because you don't want her to be too stoic in front of her friend or learn from her, oh, her friend didn't admit any wrongdoing, so I'm not going to admit either. She'll, she'll gain courage from the other person. Rabbi Yudom Rolomen Hashem Uzeh. Elam Akra'a Osa He says, I don't need any Svaras, Libo Gas Bechavirta. It's a possible. 
Pasuk says Osa, so we darshan Osa Levada. So those are two possible reasons why it is that we're not Mashke Shtei Sotos Ka'achas. If you look at Tosos, Tosos writes, Nir Lefare Sheyamit Shtei and Bazara Bevasachas Lehashkosan. Avopi Sheyin Shosos Ka'achas. When we say that we're not Mashke Shtei Sotos Ka'achas, it doesn't just mean we don't give them to drink literally at the same moment. It means we don't line them up in the Azara one right after the other, even though they're not drinking at literally simultaneously. And you have the similar idea when it comes to making two paradumas simultaneously. So ask Tosos Fatema. Would you say the same thing by by Karbanos? That you can't line up two animals to shecht one right after the other? That's that's what they did. How else could they be efficient? There, there were busy, a lot of busy days in the Beis Hamikdash where there were a lot of kabbanos that had to be brought. So they just wouldn't even bring the other one into the Beis Hamikdash complex until the first one is done. Hard to imagine. Probably they lined them up one right after the other, and they would uh, they would bring all the kabbanos. I we have a drasha mesachas chulin that you're not supposed to shach two kabbanos at the same time. Yeah, that's That's when you literally line their necks up next to each other and take a long knife and slice them simultaneously. That you're not allowed to do, but to line them up in the Azara, get them ready to go, that for sure you should be allowed to do. So that's Tosus's Kasha, that it seems that the Enos and Mitzvah's Chavilos that we have by, uh, by Sota, that, or the Ein Mashkin Shtei Sota's Kachas, doesn't mean the same thing as, uh, as, as, as it does in other circumstances of, uh, of multiple Karbanos. But let's see the Gemara further. So we give two reasons, either because we don't want her to gain too much confidence from seeing the other one being uh, being a hero uh, and not admitting to anything, or because of a drush of a osa. So ask Gemara, didn't the Tanakama have the drush of osa? Why is the Tanakama giving a svara? It's a pasuk. Tanakama Rabbi Shimonhi, the Darish Tam Dekra, Enochinami, Tanakama admits that there's a Pasuk, but the Tanakama is Rabbi Shimon, who always looks for reasons, even when there's a Pasuk. Umatam Ka'amar, Matam Osalavada. Tanakama is explaining what's the reason that the Pasuk says Osalavada. Kadesho, Shaloyehi Liba Gaspe Chavirta, it's so that she not gain encouragement from seeing her friend. Umaybinaya, what's enough Kamina, whether the reason is Shaloyehi uh, Liba Gaspe Chavirta, or it's just simply Xerzakasov. So Nafkamina is a woman who's trembling. She's in such fear that clearly she doesn't have libogas bechavirta. That's how Rashi explains. She's clearly terrified. And she's clear, and she's therefore not going to admit that 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 uh libogaspa So uh, so if you say that uh, that 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 the concern is Libagaspa, you see that she's not Libagaspa. But but if it's Akasov, so it's Salavada, it doesn't matter whether it's Libagaspa or not. She has to be all alone. So that's the uh, Nafkamina. Tosa says I could come up with another Nafkamina. What about an Isha Kheris Sha'ina Sota? You have another woman there who's not a Sota at all. So if you say Osa, so Osalavada, she's gotta be all alone. But if it's Libagaspa, Libagaspa is only when you see another person 
in the same predicament, in the same circumstance, that's going to encourage her to develop the bravery to deny uh, any wrongdoing. But if it's just Stam, another woman that's around, that's not going to give her uh, that, that sense of, of confidence. So that's what Tos says. The Rabihuda Asr, Rabbi Shimon Mutter, and the Rabihuda Asr Lamin, that's a Shumi Shabishani Kanar, that no other woman, whether uh, whether it's another Sota or not, would be allowed. It's Salavada. Uh, so says Gmar of Rotetus, me Mashkin. But wait a second, if she's so terrified, would we would we even give her Va'enosin? Would we give her if there were two people together? Meaning we're saying, oh, if she's terrified, we see it's not Libogaspa, and therefore we can give two Sotos Kachas. There's a third reason not to give two Sotos Kachas. Va'enosin mitzvos chavilos chavilos. You're not supposed to do mitzvos in bundles. We don't just line up mitzvos and do them all together. Titznan, ein Mashkin shnei Sotos Kachas, ve'en Metarn shnei Mitzoran Kachas, ve'en Rotzen shnei Avadim Kachas, there are a lot of things you're not allowed to do in pairs. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to give two sodas to drink at the same time. You're not allowed to be matar two people of saras simultaneously. You're not allowed to do the piercing of the ears of two avadim simultaneously. You're not allowed to do two aglarufas simultaneously. Hard to imagine that they would have a case of two aglarufas, but uh, two aglarufas simultaneously because we're, we're enos in mitzvos chavilos chavilos. We don't do mitzvos in uh, in bundles. Says Rashi, why not? Because it seems that you're treating it like a burden and you're just trying to, to rid yourself of the burden. A mitzvah is an opportunity. It's an exciting thing. It's, it's, it's something that we're, we're happy to do. Not something that we just try to get rid of it. Just get, get it done with. Get it over with. If a person does his mitzvahs and bundles, it makes it look like I just try to kill two birds with one stone. Just get it over with. So that's disrespectful. It's a disgrace to the mitzvah. Tosos writes that it's only an Isra Midrabanan, Enos and Mitzvah Chavilos Chavilos. In fact, Tosos is bothered. If you look in Tosva, Enos and Mitzvah Chavilos, he says, Tema, my parich. What's the Gemara asking that I, it's Enos and Mitzvah Chavilos Chavilos? So, uh, so how can we say that if it's, uh, that if there's no concern of Libo Gaspa, we'd be Mashkesh Tesotos Kachas? Mitzvah Chavilos is like an Isra Midrabanan, is only an Isra Midrabanan. We're talking about in Drashos, Osal, Levada, we're talking on a Daraisa level in our Gemara. So what kind of kasha? Mishum Demexia Lekemasa. The whole point of Enos Mitzchavilus, it's Nisid Rabbanan, because it looks like a burden. Because, of, like Rashi seemed to say, that you're making it look like a burden. Ve'inu pligi b'kray, but the whole machlokas in Gemara was really machlokas on a Daraisa level. Tosos, but so you see that Tosos holds the same idea though that it's enos, the enos mitzvos chavilos chavilos is about making the mitzvos look like a uh, a burden. So, to, however, Tosos Maseches Meitkat and Davchesim Beis associates enos mitzvos chavilos chavilos with ein ma'arvin simcha besimcha. That just like by ein ma'arvin simcha besimcha, we need to properly focus on each simcha. So by by having another simcha that gets in the way, we're not each one is not going to get our proper focus, he says, that's the idea of Enos and Mitzvahs, Chavilos, Chavilos. It's not that it's disrespectful because it looks like you're trying to rid yourself of them. It's that we're never going to be able to focus properly on each mitzvah if we're, uh, if we're doing them together. In Beis Otsa, Rav Yosef Engel says that Enos Mitzvahs, Chavilos, Chavilos relates to another important concept of Osik B'mitzvah, Patermina Mitzvah. So if, you're, if, if a person has the opportunity to do a mitzvah when he's Chayev in a mitzvah, or the opportunity to do a mitzvah when he's Patermina Mitzvah, 
mitzvah, certainly much better to do a mitzvah when he's chayiv in a mitzvah. In fact, the ritva holds, osig mitzvah patr min a mitzvah doesn't just mean that you're patr from the second mitzvah, it means it's usher to do the second mitzvah. So it says if you have you can be doing mitzvahs chavilus chavilus, mainly you're patr from one of them. Because you're doing, you're doing one mitzvah, so osig mitzvah patrs you from the other mitzvah, so it's, uh, it's, 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 it's wrong on that level, because you're going to be doing a mitzvah that you're not really chayiv in, much better to do it separately when you could be chayiv in the mitzvah again. So that's another possibility of where Enos and Mitzvahs Chavilos Chavilos comes from. Okay, so uh, the the uh, so the Gemara answers. So the Gemara was asking a question that uh, that why why are we saying that if a woman is rotetas that if she's terrified then we'd be mashkishte sotas kachas because we see by the way Tosa Rush says not rotetas not that she's terrified but they're they're both terrified because otherwise libo gaspechaverta would apply to the other one so that you have two women that are both sitting there and trembling and terrified so why is it that then we would give them both at the same time I whatever happened to Enos mitzvah chavilos chavilos so I'm Difference between one Kohen and Shnei Kohanim. So, uh, what's the difference between Kohen Echad and Shnei Kohanim? So, Rashi says, Kohen Echad Havi Chavilos. If it's one Kohen being Mashke Shtei Sotos, that would be a violation of Chavilos Chavilos. But if it's two different Kohanim being a Mashke, two different Sotos, so each one is just doing their mitzvah. There's nobody, who are you going to say is doing mitzvahs Chavilos Chavilos? Each Kohen is doing his own mitzvah, so there is no Chavilos Chavilos. Now, the Rambam in the fourth parak of Ilchasota Alachabes says we're not mashke shtei sotos kachas. That's it. So the Magen Avraham in Sim Kufmem Zayin Sifkan Yiralv says, well, the Gemara made a chilik between Kohen Echad and Shnei Kohanim. How could the Rambam just make a blanket statement? We're not mashke shtei sotos kachas. Tosos explains that shtei sotos kachas al yidei Kohen Echad is considered mitzvos chavilos chavilos. Being mamid even al yidei Kohen Echad is considered chavilos chavilos. Remember we saw that's what Tosos says that over here when we talk about shtei sotos it means not even being mashke them means being Mamid them, standing them, lining them up. So why does the Rambam not mechalik between Kohen Echad, where it's uh, considered chavilos, and Shnei Kohanim, where it's not considered chavilos? So with the, uh, the the Magen Avram is miyashev that the Rambam must have understood our Gemara the exact opposite. This chiluk between Kohen Echad and Shnei Kohanim, which case is chavilos, which case is not chavilos? So the way Rashi and Tosos understood is, if it's one Kohen, that's chavilos, chavilos. That's a violation of chavilos. Two is not. But the Ram must have understood that a Kohen Echad um, it's, it, it cannot be Mashkash Teisotos Bebasachas, he's Mashkash Zu Achazu, standing them next to each other is not a violation of Chavilos Chavilos. But by Shnei Kohanim, that are Mashkash Bebasachas, this one one Sota and this one another Sota, that's Chavilos Chavilos. Meaning, what's going to happen, says the Rambam? If you're one Kohen and you're being Mashkash Teisotos, you can't be Mashkash them both at the same time. You're just one person. So you can't literally give them both to drink at the same time. So what are you going to end up doing? You're going to end up lining them up one right after the other. So the Rambam says that, that's, uh, that, that, that when, you, when, when you line them up one after the other, that's not a violation of Chavilos Chavilos. Unlike Tosos. Tosos says lining them up is Chavilos. But if you have two Kohanim, then when they're Mashkash Te Sotos Kachas, it literally means they're Mashkash Kachas. They have two giving both Sotos at the same time. That's a violation of Chavilos Chavilos. To actually do the mitzvah at the same time with both of them directly. So based on that, says the Magen Avram, unbelievable nafkamina lemaisa. Let's say you have two babies to give a bris mila to. This happens sometimes. People have twin boys, so they have. Uh, sometimes there aren't twin boys. Just a uh, young community. A lot of people having babies, and there are two bris, two, two, two babies that need a bris on the same day, 
on the same day. So Magnav Ram says two babies to, to be mal zeh and, uh, and 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 or to do the mila simultaneously with two different malim. So it would be the, the, it would be subject to this machlokas that uh, according to the Rambam, it, bringing them together is not a violation of chavilus chavilus. It's doing the mila literally at the same time that's chavilus chavilus. So you could have one moel line them up and uh, have one mila followed by the other mila, and that would be perfectly fine according to the Rambam. Tosa says bringing them together is chavilus chavilus, but to be mal them at the same time, if you have two different molim, would not be chavilus chavilus. So Tosa would say you could you could have two different molim be mal them at the same time, but if you have one moel working, you can't line them up one right after the other and uh, and have them have them do both milas. So that's that's why the minig is that uh, we do a little pause, we do a little break, and then we bring in the other baby, so we don't line them up one right after the other and have the moel do uh, do two milas one right after the the other. Okay, and we had mentioned that the Kohen has to uh, grab her clothing to, uh, to, to shred or, or tear her clothing as a part of the nivel process that we do. We only see from the Pasuk that we mess up her hair, that we uncover her hair. How do we know that we uncover her body as well? It says, which implies the whole woman. So why do we highlight Dafka the hair? We see from there that he doesn't just uncover the hair, but he messes up her hair. So that's uh, that any braids or any uh, anything that anything that's tied in her hair, we uh, we take it out. So we're we're pareas rosha. The, uh, the this of course is the source. The uh, the the parsha sota is the source of a woman of a woman's obligation to cover her hair. The gemara kesuvas derives that we see from here in mitzvah daraisa, obligation midaraisa for a woman to cover her hair. How much of her hair? That's uh, she has to cover on a daraisa level. That's the discussion in the gemara kesuvas. What's the rabban and what's daraisa? So. Uh, but but the very notion of covering her hair is certainly daraisa. Rabbi Yudha Rabbi Yudha had said that if she had liba no, if she has if she's uh, very attractive, so then we don't want to uh, tear her clothing because that's uh, that's asking for trouble to do something like that. Uh, the Tosos of here points out that he, that wait a second, if it's exerts a custom that we're supposed to be part of as rosh haisha and haisha means not just her head, it means it means uh, the clothing on her body. So how could Rabbi Yudha say? Yeah, but she, if she's attractive, we shouldn't do it. What do you mean? It's a mitzvah daraisa. It's a mitzvah daraisa. You can't uh, come up with your own svaras. So the Tosh says, yes, you can. The Rabban have the right to be okra davmer Torah. The Rabban can't tell you to actively violate what it says in the Torah, but the Torah says to do something. The Rabban could say, we have certain concerns about doing that, and therefore, we're not going to do it. So the the impression you get from our Mishnah is that Rabbi Yehuda is very concerned with the Hirhurim that are going to be caused with an attractive woman in some state of undress, and the Rabban are not concerned about that. The Rabban are not worried about that. So, but we learned the exact opposite when it comes to uh, to giving a person skila. The Tanya, the Brisa tells us that when it comes to a, to a man we uh, who's, who's 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 being killed, we cover him just in the front. But a woman, we cover both in the uh, front and in the back. Because her entire body is uh, is is 
considered uh, is considered erva. Diver Rabbi Yehuda. That's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. So you see that the Chamamim heishnis kalarum veinishnis kalasaruma. But the Chamamim say no. You would never undress a woman. You wouldn't uh, give skila to a woman while she's undressed. So don't you see over here that the Chachamim, when it comes to the skila, would say no. We would never do that to a woman. Why? Because there's a chashash of hearer. Yet over here by the Sotah, the Rabbanon are concerned of hearer. The Rabbanon say that you could tear the clothing. And Rabbi Yehuda, who says over here not to tear the clothing, over there says you minimally cover her body just on the Makam Erva Mamish. But she does have to be in some sort of, uh, of state of undress. So I'm a rabbi. That over here, the reason is see, by Sota, she's not necessarily going to die. By Sota, she might survive this entire process. So we don't want to, uh, to, to arouse the Yetzer Hara in the Pirche Kuhuna if she's going to survive. Hasam hamistalka, but over there she's she's gone. She's getting skila, and, and and therefore no one's going to have any herurim and a dead woman. So that's why the rabbanon were not concerned. Uh, that's why the the uh, uh, the, the Rabbi Yudu was not concerned over there, but is concerned over here. So vechite ma'asilis guru b'achronaisa. And if you can say no, but maybe the herurim that they have looking at this dead woman or at this woman who's about to die will cause them to have herurim about other women. We know that that's not the way the Yitzhahara works. The Yitzhahara only, uh, only, only operates when, uh, when a person sees something. That's the, uh, the Sursura Dechet, the Rashi and Chumash says, that the Enayim, that when a, when a person sees, the eye sees, the Lev is Chomit, and then the, the body acts, and then people do. But it all starts with the eyes. When a person sees, that's what arouses the Yitzhahara. So that's how we answer the Stira in Rabbi Yehuda. Says Tosus on the bottom over here. Uh, the, uh, the the Rishonim asks Tosus says that in Masechus Chagiga we say that the Yetzirah of Arayos is whether you see it or not, even when it's not lefanav. So Tosus says that's not really a kasha. Once you've seen the erva once, then you'll continue to have your hurim even uh, when. You, when it's not right in front of you. But seeing one person is not going to cause Yehurim on another person who you've never seen. So seeing it, it, the, the Yetzirah is only Sholik when, when you see or saw. So you can at least in your mind's eye picture it. That's what the Gemara says really explicitly. Meseches Megillah, Tainus, maybe both. The Gemara says, that anyone who says Rachav twice, she was such an attractive woman, Rachav, that anyone who says her name, is immediately going to become a Balkari. So the Gemara says, oh really? Rachav, Rachav, and nothing happens, and you could keep saying nothing's ever going to happen. So the Gemara says, no, no, that's only Yodo Makira. That's if you know what she looks like, so if you've seen her, and then every time you, you think of her, that's how attractive she was, a person would become a Balkari. But if you never saw her, so then it's not going to, her Hurim aren't going to be there, just uh, with, without sight at all. This is the discussion some of the Poskim have. To what extent do we say, that if a person doesn't see, then there's not going to be any uh, any Yerurim. The Chuvas Chalkas Yaakov or Chaim Simon Lamed, he talks about Kol Isha when you don't see the woman, when you're listening to a recording of the uh, of the Kol Isha. So he says, I don't know any Heter. Ah, you're going to tell me the Heter is right there, Sota Davches, that Ein Yitzar Sholet El Masha'in of Rose. He says that's only to be Maharachra afterwards. But meaning, is there a concern that we, even when she's not there, you're going to be having Yerurim? 
him. So we say, no, it's only in Mashain of Rose. But when you hear her voice and you're being Nana from the voice in the moment, that itself is the Gufa Erva. So even if uh, it's not Yodo Makira, that itself is the Erva. That's the definition of the Erva, is the, the Shmiya Sakal. So he says that, uh, that even when you don't see the Isha and Ein Makira, it's Asul Shmaakola, one is not allowed to, uh, to violate. Isha. Others think that there may be some room for uh, for for a kula, or at least more of a kula, when it's any yoda makira, when at least you don't know what the woman looks like, and you uh, you hear the voice. But uh, that's a significant group of poskim say that no, by kolisha, that is the erva. The erva is listening to the to the kol. So anyway, so we've answered the stira at least for Rabbi Yehuda. So says the Gemara, Amar Rava, Rabbiuda, Rabbiuda Kasha, Rabbanan, Rabbanan Lo Kasha. Was it only a stira in Rabbi Yehuda? It wasn't a stira in the Rabbanan. As well, why didn't we answer the steer in the Rabbanan? Ella Amar Rava, so rather Rava says, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah, Kasha, Kedushan. The steer Rabbi Yudah will stick with the answer we already got. As far as the Rabbanan are concerned, Nami Lokasha. What's the reason why we put her in this uh, state of disgrace by a sota? Because we want the other women to see what it looks like when, you're, when, when you do such an Avera. But over there, what, is there a greater Yisra than the fact we're killing her? So, uh, so that, 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 that itself is, uh, is the greatest Yisra. So if you say, yeah, we're killing her, but we could also disgrace her, and that, therefore it will make a really good lesson for people by the, uh, by the Skila. No, Pasuk says, so we have this 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 uh, other consideration that's running counter to the desire to disgrace her as much as possible, and that is Bar Misa You have to choose a proper death, a better death. That even that even on on Chiyuvei Misa's Pesdin, we still have a mitzvah after Recha Kamocha. Tosus Masech Sanhedrin Daf Memhei says that uh, that how do we know that this has to do with Misa Yafa after Recha Kamocha? Maybe after Recha Kamocha means be a nice guy, be a nice person. How do I know after to other people around you, to your neighbor, to your family, to your friends? How do I know after Recha Kamocha? Is about is about death. So says Tosos because it's halachically not true about people who are alive. Because if you have a choice, your life or their life, your life has to come first. So it's not kamocha. So it must be that we're talking about misa. That just like you would want a misa yafa if uh, it were to come to that. So you have to be borrowing misa yafa for for others as well. That's why that 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 that, that same consideration the Marsha explains in Masechah Shabbos that when Hillel tells the ger whatever you don't like. Don't do to your friend. Why didn't you just tell him the after the rech kamocha? Because again, the after the rech kamocha is not literally halachically true that uh, that you have to treat him like you. But that's literally halachically true. Things that you don't like, you shouldn't do to uh, to, to other people. So uh, that's that's the uh, the others say that that we learned from the beginning of the pasuk lo sikom lo sitar that sikom is a lashon of uh, of misa. But um, the 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 idea that uh, that that the after rechmocha doesn't apply to the living is a little bit difficult to accept because the word in Kiddushin says that we learn a halacha of after rechmocha. We learn from there that a person has to see his wife before he marries her because otherwise he's gonna if he's not attracted to her and he finds her uh, uh, ex- extremely um, whatever she's magunabeinav. So then it's going to cause him to despise her and it's going to be a violation of the after rechmocha. So we see by a living person it's a violation of of the after rechmocha.
So you see that it applies. So it could be that Tos just means say Kamocha is not only Laachronisa, but Kamocha uh, since Kamocha part is not Shaykh Mikhaim, that's also uh, that that part is Laachronisa. But obviously the mitzvah applies Mikhaim as well. Says Maybe this din that Rav Nachman says that you have to pick a good death for the person is really Machlokas Tanoim because we have Machlokas Tanoim whether the person should remain clothed or not when you're giving them skila. That's our Machlokas. Should be done the Rabbanon. Says Everyone agrees with Rav Nachman. But over here the Machlokas is what is the better death? Question is what would a person prefer? Would a person prefer more physical pain while they die and at least they won't suffer the indignity of being unclothed? Or would a person prefer the indignity as long as they die more quickly and less painfully? So that's what the Machlokas is really about. The um, or Sameach points out that there is a uh, uh, that one might try to connect this to the Sugyan Babasro when he talks about giving tzedakah there's a machlokas when we're bodek let's say the person is asking for clothing and you have another person asking for food which one do you have to investigate and which one do you just give right away and say that if they're asking for this then you have to give right away so Rav Huna says that we're bodekim lemezonos but we're not bodekim luxus, and Rabbi Yudol is the opposite bodekim luxus, not bodekim lemezonos so the Sameach says you might want to say that that's maybe the same issue, that if someone doesn't have clothing, so that's a bizayon. If someone doesn't have food, they're physically suffering from not having food. So he says, no, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't connect the two. That the Tzara Guf, the fact that, that it's Muchach over there, the Tzara Guf, that we're bodik lemezonos, is chamer from bizayon, and that's why we're uh, we're bodik we're and not lemezonos, has no shaykhus to, to our sugi over here, where we pass like the Rabbanan, that bizayon is more, is more significant to a person than their Tsar, because over there, if we'd be bodek from Mizonos, there's a concern that the guy's gonna gonna die. The person won't have any food; he'll starve to death. So over there, there's more of a reason for Mizonos to give right away and not to be bodek. So you can't necessarily compare the uh, the two cases. Over here, the person's supposed to die. If the woman was wearing white clothing, we put her in black clothing. If black is her color, so then we just give her ugly clothing. We uh, we 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 just find whatever she really doesn't like or whatever is objectively ugly. If she has clay zahav, meaning she's wearing all sorts of jewelry, so we remove the jewelry. If you're disgracing her in every other way and you're making her terribly look terrible, so of course you can remove the jewelry. No, one might have thought that, you know, it's an even greater bizarre than removing the jewelry, having her look disgusting, all her clothing be messed up, all her hair be... And having the jewelry on, it looks like a naked person wearing shoes. That's what the Gemara says. That Shliach uh, Artel, he takes off his shoes, Vasiyah Masani, but he takes off his clothing, but Vasiyah Masani, but he's wearing shoes. So that's what it looks like. That's it's uh, even a worse design. So Kamash Mulan, no, it's still better to remove the jewelry. And then they bring this rope and they tie it around her clothing. Is this Ma'akev to have this rope tied around her? Is the whole reason just to keep her clothing on that it shouldn't fall off? And you could just take a little clip or a small uh, small belt and put it around her. Or maybe we dafka want to use this 
this ugly big rope because she used uh, types of belts that were attractive and that, that caused uh, the, the, a man to want to want to be with her. So this is a mida connected mida. In which case it's ma'akev. No, it says explicitly that the reason we do this is simply for the practical purpose of keeping the clothing on. So therefore, the chara would not be ma'akev. The color rotz liros by yira, and anyone who wants to come see the disgrace of the sota can come see. He sounds like everyone's invited, men, women, everybody. Sounds like only women. Two answers. Abai will say when we say everyone who wants to come, it means just women. But it says everybody. How could you say it's just women? Rav says a different answer. That anyone's allowed to come, women are obligated to come because they need to come take that musr from her to see what happens. Says the Mishnah. The same way a person behaves, HaKadosh Baruch Hu behaves back toward that person. She tried to get herself all made up for the Avera, so we're menavel her. She was megal herself for the Avera. She started with her thighs, the Avera started with the thighs. So, Therefore, when she's punished, it's also Yerech and then the Beten. And the rest of her body doesn't escape harm either. I mean, it's all going to be affected. Why is it that Kosh Baruch is done with Midah, Kenegad Midah? Sefer Chinuch says, this is not because, you know, the, the, the way people act. You do to me, so I do to you. No, it's not that, that kind of thing. Chas V'Shalom. So Kosh Baruch is all tov. He always, he's, he's looking for, what, for what's best for us. So uh, that's what the acronym explained. That Midah, Kenegad Midah is, is for, for our good, so that we could see that it's not that there's no rhyme or reason. We'll then be able to appreciate what we're doing wrong. When we're struggling, we could figure out, okay, what's the Midah, Kenegad Midah? And we'll be able to do proper tshuva. So it's for our good that we see that, that we have uh, Midah, Kenegad Midah. Okay, but some we'll pick up with the Gemara tomorrow. Oh boy.